Hey, it's your girl Chantel. It's your friend Chelsea. It's Aaron. And it's Janai. And welcome to Growing Pains, episode four. So it's Chantel, and this week's topic is about fear. Now, I know that sounds so vague, but I think it's a really important topic that we all like we all have fear about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So it could get as vague and it can get as specific as it can be. I'm so about a lot of things. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna talk. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna discuss what we're afraid of, what keeps us fearful, and like ways of how like how to overcome it. But before that, of course we have to talk about our week. So let's go into our first segment. What's happening? All right. What about you, Aaron? You go first. How's your week? Um, my week was okay. I have one. Uh, <laughs> I have one midterm left to go. Cool. Um, I'm in the process of changing my major. Ooh. Uh, I. Mm, which well I'm soon gonna take care of that. <laughs> uh yeah, that's about it. Changing majors is scary. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like it's like such a shift. Yeah. It's like especially if you switch majors and it's just like I took all these classes for nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Are you excited uh, about it? Like is it a move that you wanna go in? Yeah, because my heart is just not in the computer engineering thing. Really? After yeah, it's one of those things where it, it's not you don't know what it is until you know mm-hmm. um so yeah that's and i'm trying to get out it's not for me so um, what's the major you're going to i'm trying to go into uh, i forgot what the specific program is um something like emerging technologies or whatever mm-hmm. but i'm trying to like um focus on music technology mm-hmm. um so i'm in the process of doing that um i can't wait until i have an actual break so that I could just be by myself with my friends and not have to do with like traveling like almost over an hour and ten minutes every day. Gosh. Twice commute, a day. The commute. <laughs> that shit's <Yeah>. tiring. <laughs> you know, you think the commute is good and like, because your parents be driving you for so long. And so it's just like, oh, you know, you're chilling and whatever. And then you get to college. Oh, um, no, no, no. See, I can't relate to that. I can't relate to that. I stopped driving to school when I was like eight. <laughs> it was like welcome to the MTA. Chelsea, we didn't get dropped school. off. We used... yeah. What are you talking about? All through high school. Oh, we got dropped off in high school. Elementary school, we took the bus like yeah, everybody but, else. But that's and then... different. Like we were like they picked us up chill. and dropped us they... off right by chill. us. All right, Janai, what about you? How was your week? Oh, uh, my week was hectic, as usual. Um, I'm officially going back to school in the spring. Ooh. Finally, I'm debt free. Yeah, that's no. base, bro. <laughs> I no longer have to pay money back to the government. So I'm really excited to go back to school. I'm just kind of, you know, transitioning, getting back into like the groove of like preparing myself for the coming semester. I'm still working, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get that coin, oh. get my money up, oh. trying to go on a trip next year, but. This week has been all about like change and just like getting myself together. So my week was pretty good. That's good. What about you, Chelsea? Um, my week was. Uh, I did not feel good this whole week. Mm-hmm. This morning I wasn't feeling good either. Mm-hmm. I felt a little bit better by the end of the week, and I'm feeling a bit better now. But 
yeah, this week was not the best of weeks. I feel like I had a lot of anxiety, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like. So, Chantal, how was your week? It was very eventful. It was very eventful. Um, Sunday, I actually got to go on set for MTV for one of my favorite shows, Are You the One? Oh, yeah. Um, they were filming the reunion, and so I was able to be a part of the cast. Well, the audience cast, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. at the reunion. I got to see some of my faves from the show, some of my not-so-faves. Seeing how one, I'm pretty sure, is a sociopath. Like, <laughs> no, the way she explained this, yeah. no. Hopefully they funny. show all of it in the reunion. Also, I'm not trying to put myself out there because they told me not to tell everybody in case I get cut. But your girl was picked to ask a question. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm yeah. so serious. Oh my gosh. So like, they filmed you and everything? Yeah. Oh my oh gosh. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be like famous. Okay, they like but let's hope, cross fingers, that they keep that part. Mm-hmm. So I'm letting you guys know, if you guys are watching the reunion for Are You The One, it's probably going to be showing in, maybe oh, if this gets posted in like a week or two. Yeah. Me, maybe the next I, episode. I'm going to put the exact date because, you know, it's going to be shown, I think, November 14th. So look out for November 14th, MTV, 10 o'clock, Are You The One reunion. Chantel will be answering a question. <laughs> My question opens up a lot of tea, so I'm mm. hoping that it keeps. As you should. Yo, Chantel, I moved back home, but I still don't got cables, so... <laughs> I will you, send you... You catch a clip on YouTube. I'll, I'll send you the clip, boy. I'll got send you, you the clip. But let's hopefully... So let's pray, put some good juju in the world that they keep... <laughs> that the producers keep me on the episode. I and honestly completely me. forgot, mainly because, like... I was, like, so excited for you. I yeah. forgot about how my weekend went. Yeah. So, you know, just to add on to, like, you know, like, going out yeah. and, like, seeing, like, cele- no, they're not really celebrities. It's celebrities. Just seeing TV personalities. TV personalities. Entertainment personalities. Yes. I got to go see Queen Nyjah in concert last week, Saturday. Yeah. It was more of a, um, it was a Vivo session. Yeah. So, like. She sung, and she had to, like, redo the songs tons of times. Her fans are, like, crazy loyal and also just crazy, period. Because there was this one girl, and she was, like, screaming. She was like, I love you, Queen! And Queen was like, I see you. Shh, I'm trying to sing. Yeah. Like, but it was just really, like, because I went with, my, I went with my, um, my friend Janae, my best friend Janae. I know you listening. I, and she was, like, she knew every single lyric to every single song. She was losing it. Oh Queen actually came, like, close to us. She was sipping tea next to us, and I was like, Janae, say something. She was like, I don't know what to say. But Wait, she was, was actually sipping tea? Like, because she, she, she needed tea for her voice, so it's like, she they, they got her some tea, and she was, like, literally standing next to us on stage, like, oh on God. the stairs, like, sipping some tea, and I was like, I love you, Queen. <laughs> she was like, Wait, do you actually listen to her music, Janai? That's the thing about it. I felt like such a fake fan because I knew, (laughs) like, obviously everybody knew about her song Medicine. Yeah. But that was the only song I knew. You didn't listen to the EP? I didn't listen to to the EP after. How does Medicine sound? I was really, I was really, like, sleeping on it. Like, the song, her song, Butterflies are my favorite. That's my my favorite favorite song. song. It's my favorite song. That album is, it's a bop. It it, is. It has a lot of, like, I'm rooting for you, Queen. Honestly. But that was my weekend. It was really great. Just wanted to add that. Yeah, and the the Saturday before I went out for Halloween, I usually don't, but I went out. 
Um, and I had fun with friends, so that was really good. And then the MTV thing. So it's been really good. And then this week at work, had a whole bunch of seminars and stuff. So it just was like really fast-paced and good. So mm -hmm. I can't complain. Only thing is, I did stay home on Monday because I got sick. Because in the MTV studio, I was already getting sick all weekend. I was mm -hmm. feeling it. And the studio was freezing. And we were there, guys, from 10.30 until 9 p.m. 10.30 a.m. Yes. to 9 p.m.? Yes. That's almost me? 12 hours. That's how long we were there. The filming started around like 2 and went from 2 to 9 p.m. It was, it's so intense. I was like, I don't know how these people do it. I can't really do this life. <laughs> like, I was a working set person, and it was just like, this is too much right now. And it was freezing in there. So Monday morning, woke up sick as hell. Had to stay home. That was like the only downfall. But, yeah, pretty good week. Can't complain. All right. Well, talking about... Fun things and fun things going on. Let's get into our next segment. What you mean? <laughs> All right. So let's get into our memes of the week. Chantel, you're up first. Oh, hi. So Chelsea just stole mine. <laughs> we have like a whole, we had like a whole rock paper scissors match. You don't Chelsea understand. won with yeah. honor. You don't understand. Because I'm the one that retweeted that and showed the meme to her. And she literally has the audacity to take it. Like, it was hers. Yes. Flashback to last it. week's episode when Chantel stole my Kodak Black meme. So, But I posted karma. it. Karma. It's No, no, no. This is the same situation. Because I'm the one that actually posts these memes on my social media. Karma. <laughs> What's your meme of the week, Chantel? Let's get into it. It's okay. It's whatever. Because I have another meme. And it's really a gif. Because, um, again... The segment also shows memes and gifts, mm -hmm. and it went viral a minute ago. But it's like came back on Twitter, and it is a gif of Jay Versace from Instagram, mm -hmm. oh, no. and the song in the background. Let's play a little game, <laughs> and so I'm gonna play it. But like um, the caption of why it came back. It was like from Twilight, so it says Edward. <laughs> this is an appropriate children. <laughs> Edward, uh, we can't have sex. I might kill you, Bella. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I gotta play it. <laughs> now, if you guys haven't seen this gif, it's literally Jay Versace and like that song in the background, and he's like looking down and like looking really seductively. Um, again, also we're gonna start posting our memes and gifs on our social media yes. so that you guys can honestly see, see what we're talking about. And so this will be posted with this episode. This Plug, check our Instagram, check page, our Instagram pains PC mm -hmm. if you want to see our memes of the week. Yeah, so yeah. you will see. I will post this meme on our page for you to see. If you guys don't know about it, but I love that meme so much, and it's just so funny because it's so accurate. Because Edward is literally telling Bella, like, we can't have sex, I'm gonna kill you. And she's just like, let's play a little game. <laughs> <laughs> just between you and I. So that's that's my meme of the week. Go ahead, Chelsea, since you huh. stole mine. You might as okay, well just. Okay, well. First of all, I just like, this is so funny to me. Like, when I first saw this, I literally cried, like, laughing. So it says, me calling the police when my drug dealer boyfriend tells me no. And it's basically Kim Kardashian. And she has her white robe on. And she has a laptop in her lap. <laughs> and she pulls her phone by her ear. She's just like looking at 
at the screen like if he don't come back home, <laughs> <laughs> stop playing it looks like a very bothered Kim Kardashian yes. Kim she Kardashian. looked pissed she looked like she about to call the police she about to call the FBI like she, the authorities are on their way yeah, yeah she looks like oh hell no basically picking up her phone like Kim Kardashian is honestly such, like she doesn't realize it but she's such a meme like in general cause like there's, there's another meme of her like on her phone where she's like, call the police. And then she's on the phone. <laughs> and so many people have used that meme. So, like, she's always getting caught on the phone like Always. This. Her phone is just yeah. those moments. She's just, like, her face is just like, I already got this in the bag. Like, about to come back. Like, I don't know why you play it. Honestly. Honestly. All right, Janine, then go on to yours. My meme of the week. So, listen, if y'all weren't out here watching Arthur, mm. y'all didn't have a childhood. But nah. my meme of the week is just DW in general. It's the mood. I never realized how sassy DW was to begin she with. Was like I was watching her and this is why I am the way I am today. Like I'm really just I'm really just petty and sassy. Like she really was always in her bag and roasted her brother Arthur. But there's this one DW. She's really I would, like you know like the books, how it'd be Arthur. I would not pick up the Arthur books. I would pick up the DW books. Cause mm-hmm. there's like a like DW's like series mm-hmm. in the Arthur book series. Mm-hmm. And I remember the Picky Eater book, yo, know, that was the most funniest book I ever seen. Because of, of DW. DW is really a move, but there's this one meme where it's like it's like a picture and it's just like um, it's like girl, God, if he's not for me, send me a sign. And then it's like a picture of DW yes. in front of the door with a sign, and she's like, that sign can't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> I love that. It's such a move because it's like girls really be out here like messing with dudes that are like mm-hmm. rude in their lives. Mm-hmm. God, if he's not for me, send me a sign. And then he gets put in jail. That's a matter. I'm gonna bail him out anyway. I'm gonna do it anyway because that's just how I am. Right, like just her face and just like the way DW acts in the show. I never really caught onto it until I became an adult. Mm-hmm. She is such a mood. Yeah, but that was my meme of the week. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? All right. Well, I have two things. I have a Facebook post I found funny, and mm-hmm. I have this meme. Um, for the meme, it has a picture of SpongeBob freezing in his house on his bed with like the yeah, sheets broken and everything. Yeah. And it says, Gary, I need a woman's warmth. (laughs) 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 And, um, you know, I shared that because I just felt it. Oh, wow. It's getting cold out here, y'all. Hashtag Hashtag cuffing season. Hashtag break outside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, that's a lot of hashtags. Also, um, on Facebook, my friend shared this quote, shared this post that says, somewhere in New York City, there's a girl losing her virginity in the staircase and has a broken no! heart emoji. Oh, God. That's too bad. That's too specific. Yeah, that's too real. That was real. That one hit oh, real God. close. Wow. You know you're from New York when. <laughs> but these are facts. Like, who didn't have a makeout session in the staircase of somewhere? So y'all implying that y'all did? Yeah. I mean, I mean, not to that extent. No, never no, that. No, 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 no,
Let's get Dang into shit, it. So I didn't even know. We're not getting into What's it. Saying? I didn't know you used. I didn't know you used to get jiggy nah, like that. Shit, nah, so. nah. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> All right. Well, that ends. <laughs> on that note. On that note, <laughs> let's move into our topic because it's about fear. And guess what? <laughs> you oh, were afraid. You were afraid. Because <laughs> I was not telling y'all nothing. So let's move on to our next segment and discuss our topic about. Fear. Let's get into it. So before we get into our fears, let's talk about what it is itself. So the definition of fear, according to Google, <laughs> is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Now, I find that really interesting because based upon what our fears are, a lot of the times um, it can hit each one. Rather, we're afraid of it because we think it's dangerous or we're afraid of it because it causes pain. And sometimes not physical pain, but emotional pain. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to like talk about first like regular common fears that we all have or like what people have. So what do you guys? Some like basic ones. Oh, um, you can go first. Go. Oh, okay. Um, I know Chantel, you're gonna. I know you're gonna say the Chantel, but bees. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord, bugs. Bees. Bugs is a common fear, and bees is if my. If you know anything about Chantel and Chelsea, bees. <laughs> you you don't even need. There don't even need to be real bees around you. All you gotta say is bees, and they will book it in whatever direction <laughs> that could get them away from it. Do you think they can run fast? Wow. Like normally, just say bees, and they'll be out. They'll just be Bees out. have taken over my life. It has <laughs> kept me from the outdoors. It, it has, traumatized me. It has kept me from a lot of experience, a lot of good things. Have you ever been stung by me? Yes. Yes. That's why. Oh, I that's have, why you're. Yeah. yeah. Me and Sarika, actually, person from our church, um, we got stung when we were three. Oh. And I got stung in my face. Oh, gosh. And so from then, I've been traumatized. I didn't know that. yeah. That's why I'm like this. I cry, guys. Like, honestly, I need therapy for my fear of bees. No, it's really serious. Quick story time, I there was a bee in Dunkin' Donuts, and I thought I was really calm about it, and it came a little too close. I ran, tripped over a chair, and then continued to crawl out the restaurant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> while, no. while these old ladies by the window <laughs> drinking their culottes laughed at me crawling out of the restaurant. That's how fearful I am. No shame. I'm to the point where it's like there's no even shame in my fear. It's just like I just have to warn people from the get, especially around summertime. You're around me, guys, heads up. Bees. I've pushed a child in front of the bee one. Oh no, Samuel. Oh my myself. gosh. It's really, 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 it, it really like deep. Bees, no, but in all honesty, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there are some people that, um, like, they say they're afraid of bees, but they're, like, they're they not. just find them a nuisance. You two are, like, deathly afraid no, of mine bees. Mine is on some next. I need therapy for mine, so if y'all got a therapist that works close that to people. That specializes so, in bee fear. So people can't boost right in your face. The thing is, that will make me jumpy. Like, I've gotten better over the years. There was a point where it couldn't be in the same room. Mm-hmm. But now I can be in the same room with it. It's just that I have to have know where it is at all times. What yeah. if it's like someone making a noise, but you don't know where the noise is no, coming from? I've, I've not, 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 not no, I've evolved from that. I've evolved from that. Mine is mostly physically seeing it. It's mm-hmm. it's it in its presence. It's, it's funny, because, like, bumblebees, you know, like, the big 
like fluffy ones that are like round. Yeah. Like they don't scare me. They don't scare me because I feel like they never Because I come. learned that they, they don't sting. They, yeah, because my come fear is stems from the fact of like that, that, that trauma. Sting. Yeah, like, and wasp. going back to that trauma of what I had, like the whole wasp and stuff. So yeah, I was traumatized. I guess a better clarification would be extreme fear of wasp, but mm-hmm. they're just underneath the whole bee category. The whole bee family. Yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah. the black and yellow bugs that fly through the air. So besides beat like bugs, what else? I so my I guess base fear, like basic mm-hmm. fear is fear of heights yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um the funny thing about me though is like I never I forget that I have a fear of heights until I'm in a place where I'm too high. For example, <laughs> a Ferris wheel. Like yeah. I'll get on a Ferris wheel like this is gonna be fun. And then I and then I'm above buildings and I'm just like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> and then because perfect example during um the summer when mm-hmm. i worked at a camp uh we went to uh we went to coney island mm-hmm. and we, we i had to take a group of kids on the ferris wheel with me and they were all excited like yeah we're gonna see it mm-hmm. oh, blah, blah, blah. i'm just like yeah this is gonna be fun then we passed like the threshold of like normal like building heights mm-hmm. and i don't know i don't know if you guys have ever been to coney island but that ferris wheel is old it is it's, everything at i mean i'm sure they've done like repairs and everything but it's the old and like the doors to the to the area that you sit in can slide open with ease so my kids were like like who's shaking the gate and i was like if y'all don't stop <laughs> because i was clinging on to the side of the gate and as and as we're going up i start to realize like i'm deathly afraid of heights mm-hmm. i don't like rock climbing and nothing like that mm-hmm. like seeing people cliff cliff dive makes me want to throw up mm-hmm. i do not do heights uh, I guess a more deep-rooted fear is my fear of clowns. Oh, yes. I am deathly... I actually ended a friendship <laughs> because somebody thought it would be funny to scare me with the clown mask. Um, we went to Party City. I, so the main reason I'm afraid of clowns is because of the movie It. Mm-hmm. I watched it. The original. The original yeah. movie It. I, when I was, I believe, maybe like five or six... I walked into the, the my living room while that movie was on. And I thought it was a regular, like, oh, this is about. I wasn't afraid of clowns before then, and then I saw Pennywise, and I was scarred for life. And like, my mom would try to bring me to the circus, and I would scream, and I would like, I, I one time I kicked a clown in the nuts. Like, I do not like clowns at all. You know what's funny about that? My grandma made us me and me and Chantal a book. And oh, yeah, one of the books the is about the circus, and I became a clown, and I like traveled the circus, and I would only like visit my chancel and grandma, mm-hmm. like when I came in town with the circus. Yeah, so no, I think that's we really wouldn't have been friends if you were out here pretending to be a clown. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's my deep rooted fear to get into it, like the whole fear of clowns. So one of my friends thought it would be funny to wear a clown mask in Party City, while we were like just looking around, and. It was all an inside joke, and I was walking around, and he popped up in front of me, so I punched him in the face. Oh and, like, he was laughing, and I walked out, and I went home, and we haven't spoken since. <laughs> <laughs> but those are, my, those are my two main fears, fear of heights and clowns. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? Um, well, I have a fear of heights. Nothing that hasn't already been discussed. I have a fear of heights, and I have a fear, a fear of, like, bugs. Yeah. Bugs is like, like it's a bugs and heights. Yes. I feel like just being afraid of bugs is like a base fear for a lot it of people. Is. And if you're born without that, I'm not saying there's something wrong with you, but it's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> there are like Some so many. Like, uh, for me, with, like with the whole thing with bugs, it's like I'm afraid of bugs. I I don't know. Just trust. So it's like if I see a bug and I cannot immediately identify it. You better get away from me because <laughs> if I can't name you, then it's an issue. Yeah, just straight up. So afraid of things we don't know. Yeah, that's a really good point because a lot of the times, a lot of our fear stems from like 
ignorance or lack of knowledge on something is like what we don't know but now that we got like the baseline fears let's get a little deeper into like some deep-rooted subconscious type fears that we kind of all have got to dig dig deep now digging deep i know for me one of the biggest things growing up especially in high school and everything college was like this fear of failure like Mm. failure of like not doing well in school failure of not graduating failure of not making it and still now like failure of like not accomplishing what I'm meant to accomplish or what I want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. So still having that underlying fear that all my goals that I have, like what I want myself to be and what I want to do just never comes to fruition. Like, yeah, for like me failure, I feel like it's more of like an everyday thing for me. mm -hmm. So it's like, I like to set goals for myself on a daily basis. And like, I take like failure, like very seriously, like even Mm -hmm. like in like small goals, like if I don't achieve those goals, then I will like, I will just like beat myself up about it, mm-hmm. and um, that that's how fear that's how like failure works for me. Like if I if I do not like knock everything out, mm-hmm. then it's like oh well I can't achieve what I want to do, and that's my life. That's how failure works for me. I feel like <clears throat> with failure with me, it comes from other people. Like mm. if I fail, like I feel bad about it, but I can get over it. But if I know I failed at something and it's like affecting people or the way people see me. Mm-hmm. that's when it affects my oh, outlook can, on life like I can, I can just like if i fail i say i can i'll do something else or i'll do this or i'll do that like i try not to make my failure control my life because it's out of my control you know so you sometimes feel, so you're saying like your failure necessarily stems from perception outwards yeah not inwards not really inwards so it's are you afraid of disappointing others yeah yeah that yeah, same and that's like a huge thing like I know with me it was like disappointing my mom my parents like mm-hmm. knowing they put so much into me so much effort time money and so just being afraid of like just having that gall go to waste and me turn out yeah. to be nothing to, or even give back me not being able to be in a position where I can give back to everything that they have done for me mm-hmm. what about you? Um, as in like the terms of failure? Well, it could be thing. like anything yeah um Wait, in terms of like deeper rooted fear, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have a fear of I don't know, I don't really think about these things. Um, as maybe one deeper rooted fear would be a fear of losing God. Mm-hmm. 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 And like, where do you think that fear stems from? Um, just the fact that at a, uh, at a certain point. Um, you know, forgiveness is like no longer available if you like constantly reject it, which I don't feel, I don't think I don't, but it's like, I don't want my mind to be too accustomed to the things that I do wrong to the point where not only do I think it's normal, but it's like, I stop even like knowing deep down that is bad. So Mm -hmm. I stop making excuses or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just like, whatever. It's like basically morphing into someone that you don't even recognize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel that. That's something I feel for, like, the longest time. Mm. Yo, that is so real because I feel like a lot of times, especially, like, growing up with peer pressure and everything, like, sitting back after life, oh, yeah. I was, like, reading somewhere, and they were, like, if you were, like, your younger self, like, later in your future, your younger self looking back at you, would your younger self be proud of who you actually became? And I, like, (sighs) that is, like, such a deep fear of, like, me sitting back and not really realizing it. 
And oh my gosh, I also like someone was like, what if you had that ability? Someone gave you the ability to look at what you could have become, <laughs> what oh, you end up becoming. Gosh, that would yeah. mess me up. That man. would mess me up. And I feel like that's sometimes like, I'll have like really bad days, mm-hmm. and like I'll like like go and I'll like catch myself in the mirror and I'll just look <clears> at myself like. Like, is this who I was supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think back to like when I was younger and I had a lot of dreams and aspirations mm-hmm. and things that I really thought I could achieve. And just knowing that the life that I'm living now, I could have achieved the things that I wanted, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just, it really bums me out because it's like, I don't know how to put it. I feel like I gave up a lot. Mm-hmm. And settled a lot, yeah. and that's who I am today. And it's like I I try really hard on a daily basis to improve on myself, but I also feel like I'm losing a lot of myself as the years go by. I feel and that. see, that's the thing with me. Like, <clears throat> I make it a, that's I make that a conscious effort, like every day, to like know who I am and not like let people tell me who I am or let other people like distract me from who I want to become. And because I feel goals. yeah, because I feel like. I like with my other fear is like losing myself like really losing myself and not knowing who I am and like thinking back like oh when I was this age I was this and that and that and now I'm totally completely different from that and not in a good way in a bad way like I don't ever want that to happen Mm -hmm. so yeah Um, I feel that's a fear like losing your core value the core person you were before Mm -hmm. two of her fears I have well one of them is like being alone like isolation but i feel like that comes more from like my own like very low self-confidence and insecurity like i just think about is like one day should i happen to even be lucky to like be able to get married or anything Mm -hmm. would i have anyone show up like do i have people that actually care for me and actually actually like give a crap about me like to the point where it's like i well if i if i were to stretch my hands to them because like sending out wedding invitations right Mm -hmm. I'm sending them out. I'm not in the same place as you guys are. So it's like, I can't actually be like, hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's something like, that's independent all on its own. Like, what that, what that person chooses to do. So it's like, if no one shows up, it's like, damn, I really... Speaking of wedding, shit. I don't know if you guys saw a video. I saw it this past week or <laughs> last week of this dude. It was like, a supposed to be an inspirational video. Mm-hmm. And the dude had a wedding and... Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. The dude had a wedding and he gave his dad in charge of the invitation list to send the invitations. So at the wedding, the dude shows up and he's like, Dad, like, all these people, like, what happened to all the people that I had on my list? These are not the whole list of, like, the people. And he was like, well, son, I actually... I really wanted the people at your wedding to be people who are here for you and trying to support you in your time of good. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so I phrased the invitation of it as you were going through some really dark times and that this was supposed to be an event to help you going through some financial issues, health issues and everything. And this was supposed to be an event to help help everyone give them putting in money to help raise money, fundraise, to getting you out of your rut. Mm-hmm. And these are the people that actually showed up. I think that and, is really a, that's for me because um, I feel like personally I push away a lot of people mm-hmm. because I'm afraid of being too vulnerable about around people mm-hmm. and then having them use that against me that either me. now or later so it's like I'm always saying like oh I'm glad I don't have a lot of friends mm-hmm. I, I have like these group of people I can really trust them and everything but the only reason they're around is because I let them mm-hmm. 
into my life and I let myself be vulnerable around them. But I'm very guarded a lot more as I'm getting older and I'm afraid like I'll get to a point where it's just like I won't let anybody new into my life. That is so true. At all. That's me because I started off everyone knows me I'm a very social butterfly person but I feel like as I've gotten older and as more people have disappointed me and like really just scared me in a certain direction I've become a little bit more closed off than I used to be and like really on this no new friends type of wave just because like it's becoming more difficult like more people are showing me who they really are so it's just becoming a little bit more um like I'm becoming more afraid of people I'm becoming more afraid of like you said being vulnerable because I feel like in the past people have taken advantage of my kindness Mm -hmm have taken advantage of the fact that like one thing I know my dad says I give too many chances mm-hmm. and that's always been a downfall of mine and so like and I don't know how to say no yeah ever and it's like when I do it's like for minor things but like I never know how to turn people away or like you know give myself like the space that I need because mm-hmm. I'm always like putting myself out there for other people yeah. and then it's like so when <laughs> my life is like going like the wrong way those people that I was there for, they're yeah. not there for me. So it's like, what's the point of me even being your friend? True story. You know what? That's very, very funny that you guys say that because that goes into my second fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't let people in anymore. Like, I'm a friendly person. Like, I'm not saying I'm not a friendly person. I'll make friends with whomever. Like, I don't, like, look at you and, like, judge you right away. I, like, want to know who you are. So, like, if you come up to me and talk to me, like, I will talk to you and you know get a feeling to see who you are and try to be your friend like mm-hmm. i'm just that type of person i'm open but i feel as the year's been going like on like i just i'm stopping like letting people into my life mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm doing that because i don't want to get hurt and like so that fear stemmed from like fear of being <coughs> hurt the yeah the emotional yeah. part of it and it's like it's just really crazy because like fear like once you let fear get control of like a certain part of your life and take over it's like really hard to like let that go because I can really relate because mm-hmm. I sometimes I really think to myself like I really do want to make more friends yeah but like but... my fear prevents me from doing that and I missed out on a lot of friendships mm-hmm. a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. to like improve myself like just fear in general has like stopped fear has stopped my bag yeah yo mm-hmm. <laughs> fear has stopped me from a lot of things yeah, I know, like, but I really think that's from like new jobs mm-hmm. and 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 like networking. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, wow! Fear oh. of even like sometimes I feel like sometimes I'm afraid of the success. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of it being like <laughs> I'm afraid of being it like it's just a strict A B thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just failure or success. And then I'm afraid of like if I doesn't hit that success mark that I think it's supposed to hit, then it's automatically yeah. failure. Yeah. And it's like. It's not every situation it's like that but just because I'm just afraid of just like that fear of like not being something and I feel like a lot of it's just like not having a purpose here because mm-hmm. then I feel like am I just roaming this earth yeah like without purpose, that, without purpose. Like and that's that what I'm afraid and I think that's where it deeply roots from just not having purpose I think that's my like even before like bees and rejection and everything is living on this earth and not accomplishing anything or changing someone's life that's mm-hmm. my number like one yeah. fear Live, leaving my, so it's leaving, like it's like what's the point yeah of living of yeah just even being around 
And like, what's the point of like doing this everyday thing, like living your life and like meeting people, and mm-hmm. then just knowing that you're not gonna maybe anybody. yeah, like later down the line, like God forbid, or like inevitably you pass, like who's who's gonna remember your name? Who's gonna remember yeah. your legacy or mm-hmm. what you left behind? Yeah. Um. As for my second ever fear, I'd say it's the fear of not being able to leave New York. Mm-hmm. And move. So fear of change. No, not a fear of change, but of a fear of Same. I won't be able to get the change that I'm trying to achieve. Because mm-hmm. I'm really not trying to stay in New York. That's a bashing, bashing my New York, boy. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm not finna bash New York either. But personally, New York is not the place to be starting families and like <laughs> trying to raise children. The New city. York is exp- No, not even the city. Just New York as a whole is period. dumb it's expensive. Just not the it's... place to be like trying to like build. And it lost its charm. It's, it's, it's building yourself. New York building is yourself, more, but not New York is more of money. a selfish type of state to like. Yeah, but like along with like career. bad policies that just make it not friendly for people who like want to like own a place. Or according yeah. to New York State, mm-hmm. the money that I'm making, I'm technically like a hobo, a hobo with a salary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the point of me staying here? Like, and we have the highest taxes in the state. I think there's no point. Well, chase the big chase chase the. Easier cost of living. Chase the bigger houses for cheaper. Chase the bag in another. But then you have to think about the environment too. Chase like, the bag where you keep more of your money. True. Mm-hmm. I feel like I will. I think I'll always stay in New York. I yeah. I love downtown Brooklyn. Like I already know like what I want to do here. Like, do you love downtown Brooklyn taxes and rent? That's <laughs> my whole issue. But that's the thing. The career that I'm gonna have is gonna be well enough. But here's for me the thing about me: like I love like, New York, but I also love to hate New York because there's a lot, like there's a lot of good. Because like there's there's nowhere like New York. Like you can't yeah. find people like us yeah. from other places. That's, that's right. And that's why I'm afraid of leaving because I'm just like I just know that it's not gonna be. It's not gonna love a lot. Yeah, but I'm not. It's not. It's not gonna. But be I'm not trying to move and yeah. find New Yorkers. In fact, it's the opposite. So you want to find something different. Yes, I'm trying to get That's away from New then. York as a whole because I think New York as a whole lost its charm. In fact, my whole theory is my whole theory is that like well, after you've lived a, here your whole life though at a certain point after yeah sure whatever but at a certain point <laughs> <laughs> no honestly after it has lost its charm because like when like friends who don't like friends of mine who don't live in New York yeah. like they're coming they're like wow look at this and I'm just like I see this every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, for example, the red stairs in Times Square. Yeah. People literally go there. I'm like, it's just stairs that are red. Yeah. What is so like there are red stairs in Times Square? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's a, but the thing about it, it's not even like fully red stairs. It's like red lights. My yeah. whole thing is like, um, my whole theory is that like after the Trade Center, after the uh, after 9/11, after a certain point, it's just completely downhill from there mm-hmm. until we got to where we are today. Where it's like, I kind of have to like. When I walk around before I go to school, like in the morning in downtown Brooklyn, I kind of rediscovered an individual charm. Mm-hmm. But like, I think as a whole, like that old New York school feeling, like the warmth, like the kind of lo fi ishness it had is gone. Mm-hmm. Just like and both coasts, New York and LA. Yeah. California's just garbage. Stop. Okay. Like, <laughs> Let's moving not get into on. moving, on. Water, moving on. We ain't getting to all of that. Another, another day, another podcast. Um, but. I wanted to lastly really talk about love and the fear of love. I know, Erin, you talked about it earlier, afraid of being alone. 
And like that kind of ties in a sphere of love, sphere of happiness, sphere of like that aspect. And I feel like I personally can connect to that as well. I know me and Aaron talk about it all the time and that I joke around and I'm like, oh yeah, I want a boyfriend, but do I want a boyfriend? <laughs> it's just like the fact of just like, wow, what if I don't find someone? And it's just like, I'm sorry guys, but men are really garbage. They're trash. They're basura. Oh no, I know. <laughs> yeah. You're not like, talking. I mean, I know I'm not a garbage person. We're all but garbage. I know that other I know that other dude, especially in New York. Yeah, it's hard here, yo. New York guys. Can we talk can we talk about I know this isn't like a story about New York guys, but can we talk about this is a story on the shade room mm-hmm. about this girl. It's hashtag fraud bay. Yes, mm-hmm. I saw it. This girl, she, she went on a date. Mm-hmm. She she was talking to this guy for two months. He was talking to her, like getting to know her, blah blah blah. They ended it. Homeboy stole her credit, her her card information, mm-hmm. and took another girl on trip. Yep, to and, Paris. Like, it took to Paris. Yes, <laughs> restaurants and flowers and hotel rooms yes. using this girl's card, knowing full well. And the, and the girl put it in her story. She was independently living in the UK. Mm-hmm. She had no immediate family. And she was building herself. A, like, all her money she got from, like, working herself. Yeah. And he had the nerve. You buy likes on Instagram. Yes. Buying likes, followers, all that with her cash. Like, think, like mm-hmm. there's just so much shady people out here that it's just, like, very, like, that goes back to what you were saying, being guarded with people. Like, I might not be as guarded with making new friends, but with, like, romantic situations like i'm very guarded mm-hmm. and the fact that i'll always look for something wrong just because i'm just afraid to really delve into something and i know that's keeping probably kept me from a lot of really good relationships mm-hmm. or kept me from good people just because as soon as i would spot the negative i would start to pull back mm-hmm. and like i just don't know that, that one thing yeah will like turn because again on. i'm afraid of being vulnerable i'm afraid of being hurt mm-hmm. and i think that's where a lot of mine stems from like i've been disappointed by so many people but i've never gotten to that really core really hurt like i feel like i've been somewhat heartbroken but never to the point where it's like <gasps> like staying in bed for yes. days at a time and, and i've had a i've had my little share of it where that hurt already and i was like i can't handle something more than this like if this hurts like this i can't handle like a real deep deep heartbreak and i think that's what i'm afraid of i'm afraid of love going sour with me, I'm... <laughs> you know, she like, how you see... Laughed, right? You know how you see on the TV with that girl who was just, like... She wants to tell that guy that she likes him, but that she always mess up. <laughs> and then she's just like, why do I do this to myself? That's me. That's me. I'll be like... Do you think that stems in, like, fear of rejection? Or like yeah, that's, that stems yeah. in my fear of rejection. That's mm-hmm. why I'd be like... For me... I just be looking... You know, like, that meme where you just... With the pursed lips, they're just like... Like, nigga, tight. <laughs> that's me. I just be like, hey, hi. When it comes to, like, romantic, my, I guess it ties into, like, self-esteem and rejection. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I will see someone and I'm just like, I'm going to make a move. And I'm like, no, you're you're an awkward person. You can't do that. So I'm just like, okay, I'll just sit here. And then I'll, so, and then I'll see somebody else make the move. And I'm just like, wow, that could have been me. Yeah. Like, sure. just knowing... Knowing the way that I am, I'm always thinking to myself, like, like I feel like walking up to someone, like, they'll just see, like, my personality, like, written on my face, and then they're just going to turn away. So I just, like, choose not to make a move at all. Like, no move is better than an awkward move for me. So I'll see, just, I'm like, always awkward, so this that don't help. Like, I just, <laughs> no matter what I say, it's going to yeah. be awkward. And I'm just, like, I just ruined everything. <laughs> it was one word. 
Well, like, guys, so with all our fears and all of this, um, do you know what's keeping, like, keeping you from overcoming it? Me being yourself, wow, just yeah. the way I am. Like, in real, hard. You hit Aaron. hard. I'm, I feel attacked. I feel very attacked right attack, now. Yeah. Um, well, I'm naturally, oh, no. I'm naturally a bashful person, <laughs> so it's hard for me to like. And I have social anxiety, so it's like it's hard for me to like go, or, like try to meet people, mm-hmm. or like even like even. The concept mm-hmm. of um meeting someone, just and the, then just the thought, just the thought is like yeah. I don't know, I cannot process that because yeah. as a person who's been single all his life, that like, <laughs> such a thing is foreign to me, and not only with the relationship thing, but as a bashful person mm-hmm. and someone who's insecure, like I'm kind of distrustful. Like even there's people like y'all that I'm like close with yeah. and that I call family is like. At times, I just think that you guys are fake cool with me. And that's the thing that, in terms of, like, my relationship mm-hmm. to other people, that's something that I'm, like, the most scared of apart from, like... Because, like, rejection is one thing. Rejection is, like, you're going to meet new people mm-hmm. and they're not trying to meet you. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing where people that you that you swear are family and then low-key... Like, you just have the feeling or you find out that they don't mess with you at all. Mm. That's okay. the scariest mm-hmm. thing to me. Girl, boy. <laughs> For me, I guess what's stopping me from, like, what what's stopping me from, like, overcoming my fear is just, like, settling, to be honest, or being comfortable. Because, like, sometimes, like, even... Because sometimes, like... I'll, like, convince myself, like, sometimes I'll be like, damn, I want to be in a relationship. And then I'll be like, nah, but I like my I like my alone time. I like being single. But, and I convince myself over and over, like, I don't feel like giving myself away to another person. I don't need that in my life. But it's like, then sometimes it's just like, and then I, I get to that low place and I'm just, like, really alone. And I'm just like, do I really, really want to be single? And that also says not even relationships with, like, success and, like, doing things. I'd be like, I'm so afraid to do that or, like, try to reach for that because I'm like... I'll try to convince myself that I'm content and happy with where I'm at now to mm-hmm. keep me from like excelling and doing greater things. I'm just be like, I'm gonna get rejected from it, but it's okay because I'm happy here. So I'm not even gonna try it because mm-hmm. then what's the point? Because I'm cool. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just, it's really and just that. Like, it's what it's one thing to like be content, mm-hmm. but it's a whole other thing to settle yeah. and just to get comfortable and, and be like, complacent. Yeah, yes. complacent. Yes. Yeah, just to like be. This is where I'm at right now. I don't see anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why change? Why improve myself? Why move on? It's, mm-hmm. And then it's like it's like that dog in the burning house. Oh yeah, just like, everything's just fine. Like, everything's good. Everything's Whole fine. house on fire. This is fine. This <laughs> is nice. Well, I got this article from tinybuddha.com, and it's by this author Tess Marshall, and she talks about nine essential tips to face fear and live a bold life. And I thought I would just share with you guys. So step one is get comfortable with fear. So I feel like a lot of times we continue to let fear happen because we don't really admit to ourselves that we're afraid of it. Mm -hmm. So be comfortable with it. Invite it into your life. No, no, I'm a coward. (laughs) When you fear something, and also like when you fear something, move 
towards that because like if feel a roach it, flies towards me i'm not really, i'm not <laughs> right. all the different no. situations i feel like with the failure and the success and yeah. love and happiness i feel like the bugs they can stay with <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. stay far stay away stay in their little corner i'm stay over here <laughs> no 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 a like, roach start a roach flies its wings i'm out <laughs> but yes get comfortable fair number two make your dominant thoughts positive i'm gonna pass so, positive thoughts attract success so instead of expecting the worst out of something, mm-hmm. try to train your mind to expect the best out of it. I could turn myself to neutral. I could do that. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like these little steps. Okay, step number three: don't give time, attention, or energy to fear. So hold yourself accountable. Like we said before, it's the biggest part of keeping us from recovering, overcoming fear is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like it's really us. So um. Basically, be consistent, be prepared, be dependable, and focus on, like, moving towards that fear and, like, going the extra mile. Mm -hmm. Um, Four, never dwell on scarcity. So, learn to think, speak, and live as an abundant person. Mm -hmm. So, if that means turning off the news and, like, just celebrating things that you have. So, being, like, being, like, actually rewarding yourself. Like, we think there are minor things, like, we just should do. But sit back and be like, oh, look how far you come. Like, mm-hmm. giving, like, a pat on your back, like, on your shoulders of, like, look how far you come. Revisit your victories. So, strengthen your belief in yourself by reflecting on the last three years of your life and every success you've experienced. Like, I know, like, a lot of jobs do. What's your highs and what's your lows? But, like, taking that time, like, even in the darkest time, Think of, like, three things of, like, what you accomplished that year. Mm-hmm. And, like, really just, you know, zone into that so it can push you. Number six, live vicariously through victories of others. Mm-hmm. So use the success stories of others. Read how, like, study how, like, Steve Jobs, Walt Disney, and everything. Take note of the courage they developed and follow their path to greatness. You know greatness. what's funny? That That's doesn't what work for me. That works for me. That works for me a lot. I feel like that brings me out of fear. Like, if I go into a situation that I'm fearful of, and mm-hmm. I, like, remember someone who was in the same situation, that helps me to move through that situation. That doesn't better. work for me. Yeah. Like, just naturally, like, I don't find things that are inspirational. Like, inspirational speeches and stuff literally mean nothing to me. Because it's like, hey, you can do it. But it's like, I need to hear about, like, how... Because my whole thing is, not only am I afraid, but I'm also very... I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. So my whole thing is, how did someone get themselves, like, to So that's do, what they were saying. If they said to follow the path. Like, inspirational quotes, but I guess you would have to make it more personal. Yeah. With, like, people in your life. Like, testimonies. People doing testimonies and literally saying, hey, this is where I was, and these are the exact things, I things that I did to get out of it. And you would notice in a lot of those stories, people were like, I fell off, had to come back up again. Like, it wasn't just one straight, steady path. There mm-hmm. was bumps and lumps and dips, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel with you, you would have to be more per- like I'm a personal. I'm More personal. Like, you can't just have a quote say, you could do it. Like, and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not that person either. Yeah. I, I need more. Being like, you could do- can I really go? Yeah. Can yeah. I really? Like, what saying like you look at their me. past like real take it to a personal level but like with you guys so like if you're winning mm-hmm. i'm winning yeah, yeah. If that, you're winning, I'm like, like, that don't work for me like i could be i could be win. happy for you but it's like down i'm not winning i'm, <laughs> still, have to be, I'm have still where to be like, i'm at uh, would it have to be like an exact like situation like would it have to be like let's say for example you were going through something would it have to for you to get like inspired and to like be like motivated would 
somebody else in like your circle have to have to have gone through that almost exact or something situation. similar because like i said i'm a procrastinator so my whole thing is how did you turn off netflix and get out of bed you know yeah um, as i said you need more of a personal you need a person to tell them tell you their life story of like exactly what they did mm-hmm. you need a more personal base and honestly i feel like i need that sometimes too all right so number seven ask your family and friends for encouragement and I feel like a lot of times that's another fear. People are afraid to reach out, afraid mm-hmm. to get help, afraid people, to ask for help. People are afraid to ask for information. Yes. And that's what kills a lot of because people. Because a lot I feel of people people's not, people's ignorance. But then also yeah. people are afraid because a lot there's people out there who are like, I don't oh, want to no. tell you the steps to success because I want to be the only one successful. So yeah. it's like finding those genuine people that are like not only rising up but wanting to bring their fellow friends, brothers, and sisters up too with them. So like... You know, finding those resources. All right. And then eight is to actually create a support group of friends or colleagues. I know in my school, my friends were a really good support circle. Mm. We got on us when we were failing and not doing well. We were like, nah, get it together, sis. Like, mm. <laughs> we ha- And we had to because if not, there would be many times where I would just be like, slip and fall and just be like, forget it. I'm over this. Mm. But like having that support circle to be like, nah, come on. Get out of bed this morning. Come on, girl. Time to do this. Time to study. Time to, like, you know what I mean? Because you can have, like, the inner, like, motivation, but sometimes you do need to rely on, like, your friends Mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, get that extra push. And heal up when you're down. Yeah, like Dara said, sticking together makes tough times easier and easier times more fun. And lastly, number nine, plan to be great. So step into your power and dream big. Follow it up with calculated risk and deliberate action steps. Have no doubt about your success. Your dreams are at stake here. So, you know, you have the power to do what it takes to break through any obstacles that stand in the way of yourself and your dreams and your happiness. So let's stop making ourselves be that barrier. Mm -hmm. So, like, moving forward, like, we now recognize it's ourself that keeps us in fear. Let's move past it. Ain't nothing gonna stop. All right, so I know it's been a very long episode, but this is a really important topic, and I feel it's a topic that we kind of stray away from because we are just fearful of talking about our fears, and I feel like in order to actually overcome them, we need to, again, address them, and that's the only way. Yeah, but it's a, it's a relatable topic because fear is common among everybody, humankind. There's like there's a couple of emotions that everybody has. It's fear, fear, joy, surprise, anger, disgust. I feel like I'm missing one. Fear, anger, joy, disgust. Yes, it. Yeah. And surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to take us out this week, I wanted to say a quote from Will Smith because he's been doing a lot of I like love him <laughs> so much, and he like lives his life about against fear, like. I know a big thing he says is commit, committing to something, like l- like not letting fear overtake you. And one thing he said um, that always resonated with me was, on the other side of your maximum fear are the best things in life. Mm. And I feel like we should all like really take that away with us every single day, like when we're afraid of something. Usually the things I'm afraid of most is the success on the other side. Mm. So... If we take away that fear, we can accomplish so much great things. So, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, enjoyed this topic. And Mm -hmm. 
comment on our Instagram page, Grown Pains PC. Uh, leave in the comments what you feel about fear. Yeah. Let us know. Like, let us know your fears and how you overcome them. Yeah, definitely. And, and also, like, um, we're also on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and we're on Spotify, so you guys can also listen there as yes. well. Yes. We're across all podcast platforms. So yes. give us a listen. We're out there. You just gotta find just us. Just gotta find us. All right. So that's a wrap. It's your girl Chantel. It's your friend Chelsea. It's Aaron. And it's Janai. And this was Chrome Pains. <laughs> See you next time. See you next time. Bye.